0: According to BlueCorona.com, statistics show that 97% of consumers will go online to find and research local products and services. On today's episode, we're talking about what those numbers have to do with content. Enjoy the show. This is Digital Content Podcast, where you hear internet marketing strategies to attract and engage your audience, build your brand online, and increase revenue. This podcast is a production of NagaDigital.com, where we show companies how to optimize their sales and marketing funnels using social media, email campaigns, and multimedia content. And now, here is your host, Nancy Gathesha. Welcome to today's episode. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much. And if you're a subscriber or a returning listener, I appreciate your time. So today we're talking about different content formats. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, I forgot to mention something at the beginning of this whole podcast, we'll be doing it in seasons and each season will have between 10 and 15 episodes. So that's just a little housekeeping so that you know what's going to happen with the show and between every season, there will be a break. Okay, so we are obviously in season one, and today is episode four. And as I mentioned in the beginning, Blue Corona says that 97% of us consumers, because you and I are also consumers, we go online when we want to find a product or to find a service. And according to also other statistics on um, HubSpot.com, 47% of buyers view three to five pieces of content before engaging a sales rep. What does that have to do with different formats? Well, it's simple. If we're viewing three to five pieces of content, obviously it cannot be the same blog post or the same video, right? And on today's episode, we're talking about the four major content formats and where you can use them at different stages in your funnel. So the main formats, text, video, audio, and images. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to give an example of how you can use these formats in a funnel. Remember we talked about uh, the AIDA funnel in past episodes? So let's start with text, for example. Text would be long and short forms of blogs and blog posts are not dead. It's one of the best ways to be found by the search engines. And I talked about that in another episode, you know, the SEO and having the right keywords. So long or short forms of blogs, articles, it can also be case studies, think ebooks, white papers and reports. Quick reports are also very popular. And then one of my favorite is checklists. People love checklists because they take them through a particular process and that way they're not worried about forgetting everything and wondering where do I start and where do I end. Everything is just broken down for them in a simple checklist let's move on to video. One of the most popular forms of content. People love to watch video. In fact, people prefer to watch something about a product as opposed to reading a long winded blog post. Now I know that sounds almost contradictory. You know, I talk about having blog posts and now I'm saying people prefer video. Hang with me today. We're going to see how to tie all this up together without getting overwhelmed about all the content you need to produce because here's a marketer or a content creator tip. You can create one piece of content and repurpose it into seven different pieces. And that's going to be a topic for a whole other episode. But let's move on to video. Examples of videos can be vlogs, very popular. Think YouTube. You could have a whiteboard, you know, where you're teaching something. Talking heads are also very popular where it's just the top part of the person and they're, you know, teaching something or sharing something. For example, if you're a motivator or you're inspiring or you're just educating people where they don't have to see you drawing something on a whiteboard or explaining Another one is presentations. You know, you have slides. Then screencasts, that's also one of my favorite, where you walk people through a process on your computer and they can see you step by step setting that up. For example, I recently did a Facebook Live where I did a screencast submitting this podcast to Google Play and iTunes. So screencasts are really, really helpful because people can see what they need to do. They can watch you doing it. Then we have product reviews or walkthroughs. Webinars are also very popular and they're very engaging. They have good conversions. Then you could have interviews where you're doing a video and you're interviewing somebody. You could have behind the scenes. These are also really popular because people like to see what's going on. Let's say in a big company that is very formal. If we have a behind the scenes video, people can see the human part of a company. All right. Also called culture videos. And then testimonials, you know, your customers talking about your product, you have tutorials where you're explaining something, live streaming is big, and then we have the animation or explainer videos. So those are the different kind of video formats that you could have, because sometimes we say video and you're thinking, I just have to stand in front of a camera. No, there's lots of videos one can do without necessarily being behind a camera. Let's move on to format uh, number three, and that is audio, of course, podcasts, like what you're listening to right now. Very, very popular right now, not as saturated as blog posts and podcasts have They have a different purpose as opposed to blog posts. So All this content serve different purposes, and we're getting to that in this episode. Right. So for it to be a podcast audio, it has to have a syndication, which means there need to be a way for people to automatically get new episodes when they come. And the difference between podcasts and just MP3 audios, because some people have a few MP3 audios on their website and they say it's a podcast, no. For it to be a podcast, like I said, there needs to be a way for people to syndicate it. And if you just have a couple of audios on your website, that's fine too, but that is not a podcast. So audio can be just, you know, stand-alone mp3 uh, you can also do you know solo audios like I'm doing now or interviews which I do on my other podcast where you bring on guests and they share their expertise or they do guest teaching or something like that. And then, of course, we have audio books, which are very popular because people can listen, they can read on the go and they can take in a lot more information as opposed to having a book where you have to, you know, turn pages. People can listen to audio books when they're driving, they're in the gym. Okay, so let's get to the fourth type of content format, and that is images. Now, images, we're talking photos, infographics, which are also very popular, illustrations, think um, gifts and memes. These are also new content formats but also very popular. People love memes. I actually like memes very much. <laughs> and then, of course, we have branded images that can be, for example, if you have a social media visual and it has your logo and maybe it has a, a you know, a quote or a statistic. That's what I mean with branded images, because photos are different, it can be a photo of a product and um, illustrations are also different. So branded images is like our normal, what we you on social media, you know, just a simple visual and it's branded in different ways. So those are the four main digital content formats. Of course, there's a lot more out there, but I'm just focusing on the four main ones, text, video, audio, images. Now, what does this have to do with the 97% of the consumers we talked about in the beginning who go online when they want to find or research something? It's simple because we all consume content differently. You know, some people are visual, some people are Um, you know, they like to listen, you know, or they like to read something. And of course, the people who like to engage with the content. So we have different learning styles. And when we create content as marketers or, you know, as as, um, brands, we want to create content that caters to all the learning styles. And that's why when you're creating content, you can have one piece and then you can repurpose it. For example, you can take a video, strip the audio and you have cater to who like to listen. You can take that same audio and then transcribe it. And now you have um, you have a blog post, right? And then from that blog post, you can take small pieces and create social media visuals. So you can take one piece of content, video is king as far as it's concerned, and you can uh, repurpose it. And that way, you know, you you don't have to create different pieces of content to cater for all these different things I was talking about. Let's go into an example of how you can use this in a funnel. Now, I will mention that the traditional funnel, you know, the AIDA funnel, it's no longer as effective because the buyer's journey has changed. It's not like a straight thing like it was before. There's a lot of different touch points. We're seeing content in very many different places. So a buyer's journey, it's more like... um, it's zigzaggy, you know, there's different places and different ways that somebody is going to be doing their research before they actually make a biased decision. So for the sake of this episode, I'm going to share the examples as far as attract, build and convert. Let's start with attract. So you want to attract your ideal audiences. One of the best ways you can do that, I keep saying, is social media because that's where people are hanging out. And a lot of people also research for products on social media. So what would you do? You would use a branded image, for example. And then under that branded image, or even on the branded image, you might have your website URL, okay? So you drive them to a landing page. And on the landing page, you're going to have perhaps a video. You could have a short video, very, very quick one, or another visual. But this time, it's a visual of the lead magnet. So people can see, oh, okay, this is what you're offering me. And then they're going to opt in for that lead magnet and it's going to be automated so that they get a checklist, for example, or um, an ebook. They're going to get that in their email or even they opt into a three-part video training, all right? to depend on where the buyer is on their journey. Remember, the buyer's journey is no longer just a straight line. So once they then pass that attract, now it's the building phase. You've delivered your ebook via email. You could have just a normal text, or you could have the newsletter, which would have then, of course, images, you could embed videos, you could embed um, uh, different photos, you know, you can make it more magazine-like, right. Now you're building the relationship. You're sending an email and saying, hey, I released this new podcast episode, like what I do with my email subscribers. And now we're moving on to the convert. Now, of course, with the bill, with the emails, you could also use that same email, which is text to convert your readers, which means you can make an offer directly in that email and they will click the link and they will go on to your sales page where you would probably have or you could have a video sales letter. So this is now the convert as far as the, the, the funnel is concerned and multimedia is great for that. So they've clicked on your email and they've landed on a page to opt into um, a video sales letter, or you're inviting them to a webinar, right? Or you could even invite them to, uh, watch a screencast or where you're demonstrating your product. So at the convert stage, multimedia is really good. It's not where you're going to be using infographics necessarily or where you're going to be using gifs or memes, okay? So the high value content is normally better as far as conversions are concerned. And again, webinars or videos. Another really, really good one you can do is the the video testimonials. You could share testimonials even on social media of your happy clients. So back to the social media, again, you're using it to nurture your audience, but you're also using it to attract. So people might just be scrolling and they see, oh, what's this? And there's a video of a testimonial of somebody using your product or talking about your company or whatever it is that you offer. And from that video, they're more curious and they're like, let me check out this company. So there's, of course, a a web address. You always want to send people back to your real estate, to your landing page or to your website or to your sales page. Alternatively, have them opt in and, for example, schedule a call. Okay. Some kind of businesses need to actually have that sales conversation. So again this as far as the convert it's not like a one size fits all and content marketing is very dynamic it's always changing our audiences are also changing and they're very empowered I can't say that enough and it's up to brands and companies to meet them where they are you know gone are the days where sales was you know we call you and we tell you this and this and you either say yes or no no it's different today's consumer is very empowered you have to meet them where they are and offer them content so that they can make that purchasing decision not remember the statistic from HubSpot where 47% of buyers view three to five pieces of content before engaging a sales representative? This three to four pieces of content could be exactly like we said. It could be an infographic on social media, a whiteboard video that they watch on your website or on YouTube. Then they could listen to a podcast like what you're listening to right now. And then ultimately they could opt into a webinar and then, you know, you close from there and, the, you know, on the webinar, you invite them to talk with a sales rep. They ask their questions and they can make an educated buying decision, which which is what we want. We want our audiences to choose us because we're the best option for them. And if we're not the best option for them, then we want them to find the best option that is for them. Because ultimately, it's not a short term you know, a quick back thing. It's a long term strategy because you want to attract, to build relationships with your audiences, to convert them into buyers, but not just to say, oh, I made the sale, but you also want them to be your brand ambassadors, want retention. You want loyal, happy customers who are, you know, much easier to do business with than trying to attract and and get new leads and start the process all over again. So if a buyer is not happy with our product or with what we're offering, then we want to just give them the freedom to research some more until they find whatever feels best for them because it's in both parties' interests. And we normally wrap up with a pro tip. And today's tip is considering those four main content formats that we talked about today, text, video, audio, and images, When you think about your ideal target audience, what format can you implement more or what format is missing from your content marketing strategy? So that is today's pro tip. And if you need help with that, if you need any further support beyond what you listen to on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me on my website and we can always take a look and see how I can support your brand. All right. And with that, We come to the end of today's episode. So I want to thank you so much again for listening. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please would you do me a favor and consider leaving me a review and subscribing to this podcast on your favorite platform where you listen to podcasts. And of course, the conversation continues. Back on my website, nagadigital.com or digitalcontentpodcast.com. And at the blog post, you can share your thoughts, Now, I don't always go back and answer the individual blog post comments unless it's like a question. So if you leave a question, I will be sure to answer that during a future episode. All right. So this has been Nancy Gadesha podcasting on the ABCs of digital content marketing. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll talk to you on the next episode. For consulting inquiries and the resources mentioned on today's show, visit www.nagadigital.com today.